0: I'd like to start this off by just recognizing a couple of folks before we get into the word first person I'd like to recognize would be uh, Jeremy and Jessica just such angels of this house and just wonderful people wouldn't you agree yeah. let's just they can't hear us but let's just you know that's great 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 friend great friend I didn't tell the first service but uh I've been knowing Renovation Church since y'all were over there on yonder over there. In that, I can say yonder, right? Okay. Over yonder over at the movie theater. Yes, sir. I remember that. And I remember I came to a service and Jeremy said, we're getting ready to move. And I was so excited. He's like, man, you!" Ex-. I said, man, I'm excited for you. And so I got an opportunity over that, over that time period to see you guys move in here and see the renovations that needed to be done. And I am so happy to be a part of jeremy's life and him to be a part of mine and i hope that you all understand how blessed you are to have a man who just loves people and loves god i just want you i just want y'all to know that you just sometimes you know y'all just y'all just say it's the pastor but you should really recognize them good pastors I, i i'm just gonna See, I'm already getting on you, I apologize. I, I mean, I'm just, well, we ain't even introduced each other yet, you know, I apologize. Also, I wanna recognize um, some, some, uh, some of your uh, staff. Um, Dean, I wanna recognize Robbie, I wanna recognize Joe. They are just some good brothers, you know what I'm saying? And you need those around you. And if you could, just, uh, just give them a, they're doing an awesome job. One of the things that I want us to understand is the reason Jeremy can be with his family is because he has staff that knows the standard. And because the staff knows the standard, it's just like, oh, by the way, you know I'm not Jeremy, right? (laughs) I don't have a beard. Okay? Y'all catch that in a few minutes. (laughs) But uh, this is what I believe. I believe that You all are cousins that I hadn't met yet. And what I want to do is I need to introduce you. So, you know, when you meet cousins for the first time, you kind of tell a little bit about yourself. So, you know, at least we can have some familiar ground. Uh, I actually, um, I actually served this country for 29 years in the army. And are there any veterans or active duty guys in here right now? I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Because I I know, y'all know that I know that y'all know that I know. (laughs) All right, 29 years of service. Um, And then last but not least, so I don't get myself in any type of trouble, I want to recognize my queen who, uh, we've been married for 34 years. We were part of a government program that allowed us to get married when we were two years old. I wasn't being funny. I don't look over 40, do I? All right, see, see? But we're going to have, if I can take a couple minutes of your time, my good friend asked me to come and just share with you for a little bit. And what an honor. I am just humbly honored to speak to you because to be able to close out this great series that you all just went through, um, I feel that uh, there was no greater honor that he could bestow to me. Life verse, verses that you can apply to your life to help you to become stronger, better, greater. Life verse. If you have access to Bible.com and you go to your Bible app and you click on events, guess what? You can follow my notes today. Now, I will tell you something. I'm an expository preacher, which means I'll take a whole chapter And we'll walk through each one of them little verses and I will make a paint a beautiful picture for you. And you will be like you were just back there But Jeremy said I only had two verses. (laughs) So once he told me how much time, I understood why I only got two verses. So I'm not going to hold you long. I'm going to hold you as long as necessary for me to discuss this with you. And hopefully you'll get something out of it. But as Jeremy was setting up this life verse, he started off and he mentioned the first verse that you discussed was peace, and you did Philippians, the fourth chapter, the sixth and the seventh verses. Then you went into the purpose, Hebrews, 12th chapter, the first and the second verses. Then you talked about being qualified. That was in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, the seventh verse foundations proverbs the third chapter the fifth and the sixth verse very powerful then courage john 16th chapter and the 33rd verse now the one the amazement of technology is i got a chance to sit in on your service via the internet and that's how i knew these scriptures i ain't i wasn't sitting in your service I was, before i go on i did one thing i did skip i'm the pastor of god's house christian church which is right down the street from here you know where the hampton inn is that's where we had church service sunday mornings at 10 o'clock right about this time we'd be having service but one of the things that i declared when we started was whenever i have an opportunity to go preach on a sunday morning to another congregation that me and my people would pack our bags almost like the Beverly Hillbillies, pack up our bags and, and go ahead and go on over to that location. Dr. Martin Luther King said that the greatest time of separation in the United States is Sunday morning at 11 a.m. during church service. So I'll bring my little happy self up in here, although I might look different, but I'm still your cousin. Y'all feel like I'm family? Thank you so much. And see, I got to establish this family relationship because what I'm getting ready to say, some of y'all, if I wasn't family, y'all probably go slice my tires. But, we ain't gonna... <clears throat> but since we're family, you ain't going to slice the tires with the family, right? Because then you got to help them fix it. <laughs> but I enjoy an opportunity to come and speak to you today. And so, if we could, if you have your Bibles or whatever apparatus you use thereby in order to look at the Word of God, If you could go to Colossians, the third chapter. And we're going to look at that 23rd and 24th verse. I like using the ESV, so that's where I'm coming from. I'm making sure they ain't putting no funny faces or nothing behind me. Thank you, lady. Colossians, the third chapter, 23rd verse, and it says this. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men. 24th verse says, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward, you are serving the Lord Christ. Just making sure. Whatever you do, work heartily. Do it unto the Lord and not unto men. Now, you know, sometimes, you know what? I'm going to talk about myself because I don't want you to think I'm talking about you. Sometimes I let people influence me and how I do things. Sometimes I allow what people are going to say to influence my actions and my reactions. Sometimes I don't do something because I'm concerned about what other people say. I know you don't do that. Y'all been saved all your life since you was born. You know, you got Jesus and that's enough, right? You know, that's, it's all good. But I ain't like that. I'm sorry. I, I have some frailties and some issues. But as I look at this scripture and I think it's the perfect scripture to encapsulate everything that Jeremy has already presented to you when we talk about life verse. We want to to do our work heartily. We want to do it with all our strength. We want to, anything that we do, we want to give everything that we have. But Sometimes my focus ain't right. Sometimes my focus is very not right. And I just want to lay in your ear today the simple process in getting your focus right. Is that okay? We still family. All right, see so y'all, got, y'all put a serious face on me now. Y'all want me to tell a joke? Decaf coffee. <laughs> Somebody caught that so late. All right. Let's go. Now, one of the things that I love about what the, the whole premise behind Life First was, he, he gave you these verses and he wanted them to become memory verses for you. Was that correct? Isn't that a correct assessment of what he said? He wants you to have something that you could kind of rehearse over in your mind. Well, one of the things that we do at God's house is, We have started our own version of the Bible, and we call it the personalized version, where we take that you and change it to I, and so that way it becomes more malleable, more tangible to us. It becomes more of something that we can feel that we're talking to ourselves about. So if you will indulge me for a couple minutes, and you have to because I have the mic, it says. The personalized version, and we're going to say this all together, and we're going to change the you to I, we're going to change the your to my, and the you are to I am, and we're going to say it all together. We're going to say it all together, personalized version. Are you ready? All right. Colossians, the third chapter, 23rd verse, personalized version says, Whatever I do, work heartily. as for the Lord and not for men. Knowing that from the Lord, I will receive the inheritance as my reward. I am serving the Lord Christ. Didn't that feel different? Don't lie. I know it did. You ain't... I know it felt different. When we can take that word and we can take it and say, this is my word for me. And we can wrap our arms around it and make it a part of who we are. There are scriptures that we should be saying constantly. So when situations show up, first thing come to my mind, instead of punching them out, okay, what comes to my mind first is to punch them out. I'm getting better, but you know, I just, you know, sometimes, yeah. Oh, but scripture starts coming to your mind. One of the scriptures that we do at our church is Luke 6:38, which says, Give and it shall be given unto me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. So we've done said that so long that anytime somebody says the word give, I know my church members are like, and it shall be given unto me, good measure, pressed down, because. We have practiced it so much. Same thing with this type of verse. If you continue to say it over and over and you personalize it, you will say, Whatever I do, I work heartily as for the Lord and not unto men. Why? Because men, can, can I tell y'all a secret? Men don't like y'all, people don't like you. Now, what even makes it worse? Is when you tell them you go to renovation. Because then you're a church person. Don't nobody like church people. Because church people is fake and phony. Was that too serious? You know, church people just so, you know, they... Uh, but what we have to do is we have to look at how we are going to set this up so that when we execute this scripture that we execute it properly. One of the things that I use at God's house is what we call right angle. Has anybody taken math in high school or anything like that? Y'all remember math? (laughs) Okay, I I just said a cuss word in the church, huh? (laughs) I do apologize. But there was a thing called trigonometry, a thing called geometry, and it talked about angles and how angles relate. But the foundational angle was the right angle. Y'all remember the right angle? The right angle. The right angle was vertical and horizontal. Had that little extra box in it, you know what I'm saying? You know, let it know it's the right angle. It's the right angle. We've taken that philosophy of the right angle and, and talked about that we, make, we have to ensure that our vertical alignment, which is how we worship and give adoration to God, is done properly. And then we have a horizontal angle, which is how we interact with everyone around us. I know my head's in the way, but can you see the right angle? Oh, that was the box. Hey, <laughs> good help, good help. Thank you, thank you. See, I like y'all. I like y'all. Somebody's been drinking their coffee. All right, not to get not decaf. That ain't coffee. But anyway, so we want to ensure that we have the right angle, which means that we are lined up and worshiping, providing adoration to the Creator of uh, the universe. I was telling Joe that the second song that they sung, I'm glad they sung it as the second song because if they would sung it as the last song, this service would have went a whole different way because as you think about what Jesus did for us in order to bring us into right standing with the Father, all you should be able to do is just worship and provide glory to due His name. But you know, sometimes I get so involved with interacting with others that sometimes I lose my angle and just become a lie because I get so concerned with other folks, how they feel about me, what they say about me. And sometimes I need an angle, but all I have is a line. But you know the good thing? Glory be unto God, who has given us the victory in all things, that all you gotta do is jack that arm back up (laughs) and get it back on line. Making sure that we have the right angle. Because did you know that folks watch you all the time? There's a song that said, I always believe someone's watching me. That's, that might be a little bit before y'all time. And I ain't got no privacy. Oh, OK, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, got, got a little taken away. All the folks that sing and like, yes, go ahead. All right. <laughs> OK, all right, all right, OK. All right, so. The next thing I want us to look at is people are watching you more than they're listening to you. You can talk Jesus all day. You can talk Jesus all day! But they're watching you. We ain't going to talk about them extra pens you took took from the office the other day. We ain't going to talk about that rim of paper that you took home. But I love Jesus. (laughs) Folks watching. I got a little poem I wanna read to you. I'm just read the first stanza, but it says, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one should walk with me than merely tell the way. The eye is a better pupil, more willing than the ear. Fine counsel is confusing, but example is clear. And the best of all the preachers are the men who live their creeds. For to see a good put in action is what everybody needs. If my mind, oh Lord, I didn't even tell you all the subject, did I? I didn't tell you the title. Good Lord, I got it so excited. The title of this message is paradigm, which means the way or the process of doing something. So I want us to change our paradigm into being so concerned about folks and being concerned about Jesus. Not one. Robbie, where are you at? You're supposed to give me an amen right there. Okay. Bless the Lord. I hear hear the crickets. We have to we have to get our focus right. We have to get our mind right. That's why I talked about, let's personalize this thing so it becomes a part of us so that as we walk in it, we understand how great this is. Let me work this in you one more time. Whatever I do, I work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. that's just words but here comes the benefit let's look at 24 knowing that from the Lord I will receive the inheritance as my reward y'all know what that word inheritance means, don't act like y'all don't know what inheritance means, when y'all hear the word inheritance you'll be like oh yeah that's benefit yeah that's benefit So if I make sure that my vertical alignment is straight, that I'm worshiping, providing adoration to the Lord, and I'm treating others as I would like to be treated myself, and even showing love to them hard headed folks. (laughs) mm, Let's just play. But as we do that, we have to know that God is watching us also and is building up our inheritance. It's opening up doors for us. It's providing environments by which He's able to bless us by being an example of who He is in our lives. And it says the last four words of 24, five words, says, makes this declaration. I am serving the Lord Christ. Can you imagine if you would get up in the morning and just make that declaration? I am serving the Lord Christ. That ain't making me feel, woo, yeah, let's do something. You know what I'm saying? It provides this energy to you, knowing that the creator of the universe has got your back. So why am I worried about them other folks? When I know the creator of the universe who loves me so much that he even knows how many hairs that I have on my head. And some of us he's counting down because of, but I ain't going to, oh, I'm sorry, I I shouldn't even do it there. I apologize, I apologize, I apologize, I apologize. Last thing that I want to throw into your lap. Bless you. That, yeah, I do want to bless you, but that's not the last thing. Just a time, and yeah, she did that on purpose. I know. All right. When we look at the name of this church, renovation, you know what I think of HGTV. Y'all know HGTV renovation, fixer-upper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we watch that all the time. I've been married 34 years, fellas. I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying. Uh, 34 years. Yeah. But a renovation means that you have something and you're going to make adjustments to it to improve it. You're going to make it better. So as we are talking about personalizing this scripture, we have to also bring in Romans 12, 1 and 2. That we don't allow ourselves to conform to this world, but we become renewed in our mind and we become renewed by I am serving the Lord Christ. Things are going crazy. I'm serving the Lord Christ. Your, your spouse acting up. I'm choking. I mean, I'm serving the Lord Christ. And you start making that word a part of you so that when things happen, instead of you snapping into your flesh, into your physicality, you start walking in the spirit and you start causing your mind to readjust. You renovate your mind by rehearsing these scriptures. You know what the word rehearsal means to do again and again and again, right? And we do it and the purpose of doing it again and again and again is so that we become better at it. And so we want to find this way of rehearsing this so that when it actually happens to us and folks say, let's go out and party, and you say, okay. But as they are drinking, you're just sitting there enjoying the environment. You don't want to drink? No, man, I don't drink no more. I got Jesus. Jesus is as intoxicating as I need to be. You ain't no fun no more. That's all right, I got Jesus. As you start changing your mind, then what they say loses its effect on how you conduct yourself. Why? Because I am serving the Lord Christ. Serve you, dude. You don't even care about me. Can I finish up because Dean's going to give me the look in a few seconds? We have to make everything about us cause others to see Jesus in us. Everything about us. Your words, your actions. So all them pens, you need to take them back to the office. In the the military, that was one one of the things folks would do. They would just go into the supply cabinet and just take like you doing, dude? Oh, I need these at the house. Come on now. That's why I'm on the pen thing. So what we have to do is we change by rehearsing these scriptures in our minds so that when things come up, it changes how we do things. And as the people are watching us, they change their evaluation of us because they start seeing Jesus in us. That would have been a good clap, but that's all right. Y'all ain't got to clap. No, 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 don't try it now. Don't try it now. I, I don't try to coach your own. That was just a good one. I felt, I felt that really, Okay, but anyway, we have to set this up so that others see Jesus in us. Don't worry about their faces. Make sure that our angle is right. I had somebody tell me in the first service, because I did like this, I said, make sure, I said, don't make fun of how my hands all beat up. I said, but we want to make sure that we have the right angle. And they said, yeah, you said, they said, when I held my hand up like this, they said, it no longer means loser. It means having the right angle. I said, I'm going to take that. I'm going to use it in second service. You see, I just used it, didn't you? <laughs> having the right angle. Others, horizontal, God, vertical. Extra scripture that I didn't get the first service. How can you say you love God who you have not seen and hate your brother who you haven't? That's a horizontal. You got to love everybody. But you got to be equipped with the scripture in order to overcome the pushback and the hatred that they may try to throw at you. Because love covers a multitude of faults, a multitude of sins, a multitude of shortcomings. Love overcomes that. But if you're secure in who you are in Jesus, guess what? It's like Teflon. just bounces right off of you. And you know who you are. And you know that you're building your reward up in heaven so that you can have that eternal reward. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for an opportunity to speak to your people. I thank you that your word is set into their hearts and that they will walk in the power of your word. And Father, that it will gain great soil into their lives and that they will move forward in that word. That they will grab hold of whatever they do, that they do it heartily unto you and, not, and as to you and not for men, knowing that you will receive that they will receive the inheritance as their reward and that they are serving the Lord Christ, the creator of the universe. We bind any hindering forces that will try to steal this word and declare that it is established in them and will gain great root. We bless you and honor you for it, Father, in your son Jesus' name we pray, amen.